0: From points across California, you're listening to the Disneyland Edition of the Dis Unplugged. Welcome to the Dis Unplugged Disneyland Edition Ladies Show. This is episode number 316 for... July 10th, 2014. I'm your host, Nancy Johnson, and with me are my good friends and co-hosts, Mary Jo mulatto willie and Carol Bowling. Th- today on the ladies show, we're bringing you a topic near and dear to our heart. A day without a ride. <laughs> Hello, ladies. Hi. Hello. We've all been waiting to do this one for a while, and I know this means a different thing to a different to different people. So let's go around the table and talk about what we each mean for a day without a ride.
1: Carol, why don't you go ahead and start? Okay. So for me, um, this would mean visiting Disneyland um, a- or California Adventure and not going on any of the standard rides um, that everyone lines up to get on and and uh, has a great time but for me the only ride i would be on is my scooter ride all around the park and i would just be uh, enjoying myself doing the things that i in, i enjoy and uh, so that's that would be my day in the park without a ride okay mary jo um for me i've actually been to disneyland
2: and met adult friends and we have enjoyed the park without going on any attractions whatsoever and we typically will go through the shops people watch grab a snack um, and also enjoy some of the streetmosphere that they have there at the park and before you know it the day is gone and we've realized that we've never been on an attraction but we've had fun there at the parks so I think um, this is going to really nice episode where we can talk about the different things we do when we're actually there having fun at the park what about you Nancy?
0: Well, you know, I think a lot of people always think I'm crazy when I say this, because they're like, how do you get your money's worth from Disneyland out of just um, going and hanging out, per se, you know, and we're, we're really not hanging out. I mean, I'm doing the same thing both you ladies are doing. And I think the show is really applicable to families who are planning vacations with um, pregnant moms, newborns small children sleeping in their strollers, Um, grandparents who don't really feel like they're up to those thrills that all the kids want, Um, or, you know, even people with injuries. Um, Say you just recently had some surgery and you don't want to... You irritate or aggravate the sutures, you know, you want to heal properly. There's a lot of rides that have restrictions for that. Or maybe you can't get up and down. You've got a bum knee. You know, you can't get in and out of space mountain. Lord only knows most people can't.
1: Well, and Um, and Nancy, people are, um, some people are very motion sickness, you know, sensitive even to these types of rides. And the other thing that's amazing that I've learned more about is there's a lot of strobe lights in a lot of these rides. And there are people that are very sensitive to strobe lighting.
0: Yep, uh, um, epileptics especially. Um, it can stroblites are known to cause seizures in epileptics. So there's a lot of things to consider, and there are a lot of family members who want to take part in a family, you know, vacation. But they say, "Is this going to be really worth my money?" And what do we all have for the answer to that? I think so. I think it's totally worth the money, no matter what. Oh, definitely.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: There's there's so much you can do without even going on a single Disney ride. I mean, what's the first thing that comes to everybody's mind when we think of alternatives to rides?
2: Oh, the shows? For me.
1: Yeah, and all the music. I mean, there's so much music. I mean, just walking right into Disneyland, the very first thing you hit, you know, is generally there's something going on in the square that's music related
0: yeah we've got the we've got the firehouse band we've got the dapper dance
1: the Royal Street every now and then
0: you'll oh yeah 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 um, who else along Main Street what are some of the other um, the other musicians slash entertainment that we can see throughout the park, not just on main street.
2: Well, um, well got- I, I'm in front of the castle. There's the, I'm sorry. I'm in front of the castle. There's, I think they're called the Pearl, the Pearl button, the Pearlies, the Pearlies. <laughs> they play yeah. the
0: pearly band. And that's the band. for those of you who don't know the term, the Pearlies, um, the pearlies were um Mary Poppin's era musicians that would often be found by all the pearls that were sewn on their clothes for decoration. So the pearlies are are definitely a lot of fun and Burton and Mary come out and do dances and songs with them too, right?
2: Right. It's a really cute show that they have, um it right in front of the castle, which is really nice and Like to watch it. It's the show doesn't vary, but the audience really, the audience um, reactions do vary. And I like to watch the the smiles on everybody's face, and it's just fun music. Just get out there and kind of bebop with it.
0: Let's see. Occasionally in front of the castle too is the All American College Band, (coughs) right? The Disneyland cast members that are uh, made up, uh, they come from college bands
2: all, out, all throughout the U.S. Mm. And a lot of times they don't have these bands announced in the itinerary that you get when you come in. But if you go to City Hall, you can find out who's going to be performing.
0: Definitely. And that also goes for the Big Thunder Ranch stage, the Jamboree stage, because occasionally they have special music groups um, back there, right?
1: Right. And, and I think in the springtime, you get a lot of, um, the high school bands and, um, you know, doing magical, uh, doing Disney magic m- music magic days or something. And that's, um, yeah, that could I be think- a lot of fun watching them too, even.
2: I've actually sat back in the jamboree section.
1: Yeah, they, yeah, they used to be, um, in the, in the swing area, but then, um, Now that there's a lot more going on there, they I think they are in the back in the big band or that big stage area in the. uh,
0: Well, let's not forget. um, You know, speaking of back in the other areas, let's not forget the Royal Street Bachelors performing over at the French Market. Well, all of that's a great alternative. So you have family. Yeah, New Orleans Square is
1: wonderful for music. Period.
0: Definitely. They've got the... Tiana performs with... um, Oh, who are they called? Anyway, there's a band that performs out front. Is that the jazz band? The Mm -hmm. Jambalaya or something? Jazz or... Yes, the Jambalaya Jazz Band. Yeah. And you'll find them on that little kind of stage area um, in front of um, Cafe Orleans.
2: I can't believe you said Orleans. You know, I'm falling <laughs> to your peer pressure. <laughs>
0: I won't make the raspberries, but uh, but anyway, um, just for everybody, you know, to distinguish that it's kind of like a, a little fenced off, um, I don't know, sidewalky area that's across from that cafe, and then the Royal Street Bachelors are on stage inside the eating area of the
2: French market. It's so nice to go over there and have a meal and then listen to them play. They're really talented.
0: They are. They are. And every incarnation of them I've ever seen has been just as good. You know, Mm -hmm. they have a handful of musicians, and the set varies just a little bit based on who's there. Um, But... I'd love to get a hold of them and interview them one day because they have a long and rich history
1: Absolutely, yeah.
0: with the park. These are ideal places to go if your family is off to Splash Mountain or Winnie the Pooh or Haunted Mansion even and you don't care to participate in those attractions. Say you have a little one that's too scared. These are nice alternatives um, of a. You know, and what little kid doesn't love to listen to a band and dance around in front of them? And oftentimes, the Royal Street Bachelors carry an extra supply of of Mardi Gras beads that they'll give to the little ones. So that's always a nice thing too. Right now, let's see Tomorrowland. What do they have as far as extra entertainment?
1: Well, don't they have a uh, what's the eating area over there? They have the stage, the stage area, and they just have various performances. Oh yeah, over, over the Tomorrowland's Terrace. Tomorrowland Terrace. It, uh, it varies. Yeah. Those
2: are more in the I evening. Mean, do they still have the Jammers, the trash can guys? Um, I haven't seen I haven't seen them in a while. The three guys that would sit there and play the yeah the, uh, trash cans. Yeah, it would be nice if if anybody has seen them recently to let us know. Carol, have you seen them?
1: I'm trying to think of the last time I saw them. I mean, I know it's been within the last year, but I don't know how long ago it was. I, you know, there's so much fun and to watch. And part- they always, they uh-huh. always, um,
0: play, or they used to always play in between, <laughs> underneath the, the, um, underneath the People Mover tracks, um, between Star right. Tours and Buzz Lightyear. Right. So if you get a chance to catch them. And of course, there's that big, twirling, beacon calling out to outer space on the upper level that goes off every 15 minutes or used to. I, I haven't heard that thing go off in a long time. Is it even still functioning?
2: No, I don't think so. Bummer. Uh, I don't think so Cutbacks.
0: Either. I know when Zoe was little, she used to love to stare at that thing go. Because it would raise up and turn. But... Or you can even drive yourself into Interventions and uh, look around in
2: there, because that's a. We've actually done that. That's an awesome place. Yeah, it is. I went there um, by my. I was just uh, mosing around Disneyland. I guess you could say, and I had never seen Asimo, the little the robot, and so mm-hmm. I went into Interventions and I was walking around and and I saw the display. And I know that. Um, I, I think Nancy you've seen it but I had I went there and I sat down and watched the show and I was it was really good it was really interesting what they could get the robot to do and I'm just as kind of a um, idea of what our future is going to be like with these little helpful guys mechanical guys <laughs> it's
0: amazing I mean it's a little creepy is what it they've is. taken that technology to be because they can make them so lifelike now but but yeah yeah. It's uh, it's definitely a, a cool thing. There's so much stuff on both levels, and both levels are elevator accessible. It gets you out of the heat, and you could spend at least an hour in there doing all the stuff or even watching people do the stuff.
2: Yeah, I. you can even spend longer if you're going to go see Iron Man for Captain America because of the different interactive displays that they have.
0: Which is pretty cool. It's a nice little drive through even if he isn't there. Um, the characters are there only until like 4.30. So say you have somebody with an o- you have an older child that wants to go on Space Mountain, and you don't want to hang out in that really cramped back end waiting for them to come out. So it would right. be nice, you know, if you had a slightly younger child, you could take them in to go see the superheroes.
2: And another thing they have there, too, in Interventions... Is over, you know how they have the house, the house of the future. Which is pretty there. awesome. Well, in the boys' bedroom. I said, which pardon? is pretty awesome. Yeah.
0: The house of the future.
2: Yeah. Go on. They um, have a, in the boys' room, they'll tell stories about Peter Pan in there. The whole room. They have stories The whole bedroom is Peter Pan themed. Right. So the cast member will will um tell a story. And so I haven't heard it myself. It's great. But that's one of the things that I want to do is go over there and listen to them tell, you know, with their storytelling. Cause you know how animated they get.
0: Well, and what's really fun too is you can actually sit and play with the interactive dining room table. You can go into the girls room, which features a computerized closet where you can scroll through the outfits and try them on virtually to combine outfits.
2: Oh, that's cool. And things like
0: that. And just the technology that's all over in there is really fun. The whole place is covered with things like, uh, you know, digital photo frames, and there's a 3D printer in the den. And it's been rearranged a little bit since I was there last. But it's still a good time even just to watch the people participate in doing the games and you know, taking the quizzes on some of the health computers upstairs. And, you know, there's a lot to learn.
2: Have you been in there, Carol, into the interventions?
1: No, not really. Not, I mean, I, I've been in there before, but not, not in a long, long time. Um, I think so.
2: Next time you come out, we got to go over there and just, you know, just take it slow and just go through the, the whole exhibit, all the exhibits that they have over there. I think you
1: like it. Yeah, you know, it's funny. I'm not, yeah, I'm not a big Captain America, Iron Man, all that. I, yeah. I'm not, that's not kind of my thing. Uh, I know Michael likes all that stuff, so. Well, you know, if um, you had a grandson. I know he's taken, well, I think he's taken Lexi and, oh, okay. and she's enjoyed it. So <laughs> um, the only time I've been in there was uh, last Halloween when they did trick or treating and you know, you go through their trick or treating so how cute is that. Um, I didn't You know, they have a couple stations in there. Oh how so. fun
0: I didn't know that.
1: But I do like I do like the oh yeah, I do like the idea of um getting out of the heat though over in that area because Tomorrowland as a whole is pretty yes. hot um area and um it's also very crowded, you know, especially in that area between, you know, Star Tours and um Buzz Lightyear there's like a couple little benches in there but it's very very narrow and when you get people a lot of people crushing through there um it's like for me that's a very difficult place for me to be if I'm going to meet people so um I kind of do I like the idea of maybe going over towards uh interventions and having that more as a meeting place um so I'll have to think about that in the future um but you know I mean as far as as far as music goes, I was just while you guys were talking, I was thinking of a couple more uh just, you know, to add to the list that we had made that I've always enjoyed and um just Coke's Corner, oh, you know, yeah. the ragtime piano player. Yeah, I amazing. mean, there there's just nothing better than, you know, it's a hot afternoon and grabbing yourself a soda or a water and sitting there and listening to the to that music. I mean, it really takes you back. It as far as main street goes, it's such a wonderful um You know, it's, it's wonderful to hear live music like that being played by, um, somebody who really can, you know, tickle the, the keys, as they say. (laughs) Tickle the keys. Tickle the ivories. Yeah. I mean, yeah, tickle the ivories. So, um, you know, that, that's a lot of fun too. And then another kind of, it's changed a lot recently, but, um, the Golden Horseshoe Review, you know, is another place that's fun to, to just tuck into. And now I think it is a lot more music oriented um, then, you know, well, they've changed a show and yeah. I, what, what are they doing in there now?
2: <laughs> well, starting July 9th, I believe, which is, yeah. Starting this month, what they're doing is they're going to be doing an interactive, um, I don't want to say event or show, but it's an interactive activity that they're going to be doing where guests can get with the cast members and you choose whether you want to be a good guy or a bad guy. And you do different challenges to get gold nuggets to buy areas of frontier land. And you're by the end of the day, because this is, goes on all day long. So you're there for however long you ah. want to be. You go and you help either the sheriff get gold nuggets to buy parts of frontier land, or you join the outlaws to buy parts of frontier land. So I did that when they were doing so a, um, so the it's limited gonna- time magic.
1: So it's going to be more show oriented then. Sounds like.
2: Yeah. It's, it's the yeah. whole, the whole saloon is, is involved in it. And they are going to have entertainment and everything. But they did things like they would get the kids and they would, they would serve them sarsaparilla, but they would tell them that, you know, there were shots. And so they didn't say it was liquor, but it was like <laughs> the kids were, you know, drinking at the bar type thing. And, and it was okay. just, it was just a lot of fun. So that's what they're going to be doing, at least for this summer. We'll see what they do
1: after the summer. Yeah. If they change it. Okay. So it's, so it sounds like it's an, you know, it certainly is an area that, um, they always have some type of entertainment going on in there. And, you know, um, in the past, you know, they had this saloon show and all, but it sounds like they're continuing to evolve. And, um, but that's a fun area to go and, uh, you know, use, use some of your, hot afternoon uh, in a shaded air conditioned area so um, right it sounds
0: like it's definitely so, worth going in for a watch
1: oh yeah you know and then you know certainly as you move on to shows I mean there's there's a lot of shows I mean that's the difference of the shows is you've got to really get the times guide and the entertainment guide and and really um look at what time those the different shows are at but you know Mickey and the Magical Map is fairly new Um, And that's a lot of fun. Um,
0: And that would be back at the back of Fantasyland. So if your family's going off to Toontown or if they're going off to, um, you know, anywhere in Fantasyland or like Ride the Matterhorn or something, that's a great way to, to spend some time.
1: Or if somebody wants to ride the train, you know, all the way around the park, you know, that's a nice place to jump off at and then go see that show. Yep.
0: Well, heck, riding the train. I mean, yes, it's a ride, but keep in
1: mind they won't boot you off. And if you want to... Yeah, I mean, I think there's a few things like that. I mean, you know, that aren't, you know, the train isn't what I consider like a big ride, if you will. I mean, that's more... Entertain you know, just sort of part of the entertainment you're you're looking out, you're seeing more what the people in the park are doing, and yeah, you know. it's
0: not I mean it's a transportation mechanism, and it's yes, the you know the Grand Canyon diorama is all exciting and everything, but but yeah, that's another thing if you really want some place just to sit, that's not a traditional theme park ride per se, I mean. It's a place to sit.
1: Um, right. I think the other shows that are new that are out now are the Royal. Is it the is it the Royal Theater? Is that what they're calling it? The Fantasy. The what's the Fantasy? Yeah, Fair? the Fantasy
0: Fair Theater or something like that.
1: Right, and that's um, you know with the new two shows over there. Those are so um, cute. That's there's a lot of fun to that. Kids really enjoy it, um, but they have um enough jokes for adults yes. <laughs> written into it. Um So I think it's enjoyable for both little, little ones and, you know, even teenagers who are a little smithy when it comes to some of this stuff. Um So I think that they enjoy it. So that was, I was trying to think of the different shows that they have. And of course, I mean, you know, there's always the great moments with Mr. Lincoln. I mean that's oh yes you know a lot of people don't go see that and and they think it's kind of dumb or boring or you know whatever and actually you know if you think about it there was that was was where anime, a lot of animatronics really it started you know that was like amazing when they when they started that and did what they did with that and um and it, it's a great patriotic moment and so i th- i think it's it's worth seeing you know And if it's a hot day again. Especially with the summer. Right.
2: Well, especially since it it was groundbreaking. Well, it's true. It was very
0: groundbreaking. And, you know, the fact that they made such a big deal at, like, the D23 events and such, of showing you how they they programmed audio animatronics by bringing that particular Mr. Lincoln figure out and setting it up before the new show opened uh, a couple years ago. That was huge. You know, to watch them be programming that Mr. Lincoln. And, you know, for our Walt Disney World fan listeners, yes, um, you're going to recognize a whole lot of stuff out of the American Adventures production of Golden Dream because they took several pieces of that, including um, some of the narration by Maya Angelou uh, for this particular attraction, and... I think it kind of rounds it out a little bit better um, than the initial. Um, some people, the last time they wrote it, you know, they went in there. I don't want to say ro- rode it because it's not a ride. It's a theater. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people, the last time they went in there, it was like the private being taken to get a haircut, you know, when Mr. Lincoln was getting a haircut and and things like that. You know, the audio... Um, trying to make you part of Mr. Lincoln's world as opposed to discussing the achievements of the country. So it it's a different show. You know, we've said that before when it opened. Um, but it's so worth it. It's one of those things that, like Carol said, it makes you um, very patriotic. It makes you proud to understand where you are, that you're an American and it's a good representation of America and what Lincoln stood for that we all need to remember was a (laughs) huge tenant of our country. And that we need to remember still should remain a huge tenant of our country.
1: It's a very comfortable theater. Um, A lot of people fall asleep in there if they don't want to listen to Um, the, the whole presentation. And so if you need a quick nap and you don't want to listen to the show, you can actually, the chairs are comfortable. It's very um, disabled friendly. They have lots of spaces for handicapped scooters or wheelchairs. So um, anyway, just take a moment and see great moments with Mr. Lincoln. So It's
0: a good place to nurse for nursing mothers too. Find a seat in the back and, you know, it's just a long enough presentation. I had my spots. And
1: if you're in that, I'm th- if you're in your patriotic mood, then, um, check out the Times Guide and find out when the flag ceremony yes. is. Yes. And if you want to be truly moved in Disneyland and you want to feel like a true, um, a true American, whether you're American or you're not American, if you're from another country and you're visiting and you want to see something that is absolutely breathtaking, watch those men and women go stand and be called to come to the flag ceremony. And to be honored for what they have done for our country. That's it true. is a beautiful moment and it's something that we all should take the time to um, participate in and to thank those people. So I, um, I, I find that that is just an incredibly, um, special moment when they reach, when they bring the flag down. And, um, I know that personally, when I went one time, Michael and I were there with our son, who's in the navy, and he stood there, and it was it was a very proud moment for us.
2: I would have been sobbing. <laughs> yeah, me too. I'm already getting a little snuffle. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> take us, Mary Jo. Take us over to your next topic of things that you like to do. Um, we've covered shows and street entertainment. In Disneyland.
2: Yeah, we did, but over in California Adventure, there's so many more.
0: There we've got a lot of streetmosphere on Buena Vista Street. You've got Molly the messenger. You've got the police officer. You've got the lady with her dog. Officer Blue.
2: And you have the photographer. Oh, yeah, the photographer. There's, there's a lot going on in Buena Vista Street. And if you take your time, you can really let yourself relax and enjoy it. I've chatted with the different characters that they have there on Buena Vista Street. And it's fun because they're like, they get totally in character and. Almost tongue in cheek mm-hmm. and watching it, especially the lady with the, with the camera, with the photography. I have so much fun with her when we're talking and the lady with the dog, with her little doggies. Oh my God, yeah. She's a hoot. <laughs> yes.
0: And the two police officers are a lot of fun as well.
2: Mm-hmm. And there's a lot to do there. And so I can spend, I go over by the um, Fiddler, Pfeiffer, what is, is it? Pfeiffer? Fiddler, Pfeiffer, practical. Exactly. Startups. And I'll sit down there and, and people watch when I'm over there and, and see the different um, characters. Well, and that's... And then you have... I was going to say, ahead. and that's a great
0: location, too, because that's where the two um, the two prominent shows that hit Main Street, I mean, Buena Vista Street are.
2: Right. The Five and Dime, who I love to watch, and the Newsies. And the talent that they have, that's one of the good things that we have here in California, whether you're at Disneyland or California Adventure, the talent here in these shows is incredible.
1: Well, because all these kids want to be in Hollywood. Right. Yep. What better place to get discovered? And So, but you're right, they are really incredible. Well, I mean And you, you know. have a
0: lot of veterans too. You know, maybe people who decided that doing production wasn't their thing and they'd rather just entertain i mean they have cast members who have been singing and dancing there for decades of all age groups i think so well because i mean there's the one gal who sings with um well the firemen certainly are no youngsters (laughs) and the firehouse group and um and like The gals who did the, um, Minnie's Fly, Minnie's Fly Girls? Yes. They're veterans of that park.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, you start to recognize some of these, you know, certainly the dancers, Mm -hmm. um, for some of these shows. You know them from different parades that they've been in, and then all of a sudden they become more of a breakout person. I mean, you really do. If you go to the park enough, you get to know some of the, you know, the, the looks of who the, you know, the kids are, if you will. Um, but then as far as the, the true singing performers yeah. and stuff, you know, they recycle them through the different shows. And, and I mean, it's a wonderful thing that they, they that value. they have that kind of entertainment. Yeah. Let's so. see.
0: And moving into Hollywood Boulevard, you have a
2: lot of streetmosphere there too. Those, those are the types of shows that we watch when we're over there. And, we kind of graze when we're there at the parks, and between that and people watching, for me it can be a full day.
0: Yep. Oh, and then around the backside, you have Goofy's—you um, know—the little Goofy Fountain Symphonies during the day. Um, the Army Man show, <laughs> which goes around the around the lake and performs up over by Ariel's Grotto um the restaurant, not the little mermaid attraction. But um the Army Men show is fun. And you want some good old fashioned, you know, kid toy humor.
1: I mean those guys are fun and you can find them sometimes you can find them actually even out in the um in the Esplanade um, between the two parts. Yes. You know, they'll be they'll be pulling people sort of in to the whole feeling, especially in the morning when people are really lining up, you know you'll get the the army men out there, and it's I mean they really know how to get everybody going, so oh, yeah, they do, uh, so so
0: that's some good things. What are some of our favorite areas of the parks to just wander and look? You know, say we don't want to necessarily, we're not really in the mood to do a show, but we're just in sort of our our wanderlust moods. You know, we're waiting for others, but we want to, you know, take some time and just look at things. Smell the roses, so to speak.
2: Mary Jo, I have a couple. I have, I like to sit at Plaza Garden, at the Plaza Pavilion mm-hmm. on Main Street right. and sit by the, and I love to people watch. I love to watch families, especially with little children having a good time and listen to the music. Like Carol was saying earlier at Coke Corner because the pianist there is just so oh, good. He is. And that's one of the places I like to go to. I also like to wander around New Orleans Square just because it's so pretty over there and it's so different than what we have here anywhere else.
0: One every now and then, especially around the backside of New Orleans Square, you can hear like audio coming, you know like voices coming from the windows and the balconies above and little commentaries um on Main Street too, in those little side nooks by the lockers,
1: yeah, yeah, I love main street i mean i I love to I love watching the people on Main Street, you know, especially the people coming into the park, they're so excited. And, you know, they're so filled with, ex- you know, that joy of seeing this, you know, for the first time, rather than the people who are sometimes looking the other way and watching them going out of the park because they're tired or whatever. <laughs> so I love watching them all come into the park. But what I love the most on Main Street is looking at the architecture. I love reading all the windows and seeing the names and, and you know, as you know, we're kind of history puffs. Um, about Disney, especially Michael. And, um, I'll ask him, you know, well, who's this and who's that? And, um, you know, he'll usually tell me why they have a window. And, um, so that part for me always is, um, a a wonderful thing. It takes, you know, and it can, you can kind of get lost in that, um, looking at the architecture and, and enjoying, uh, enjoying that. So,
2: well that's really cool because you have a historian right there who explain who can explain these things to you. So that's that's really nice that you can sit there and, and ask Michael, you know, to explain the different windows on Main Street. You know, the, the, right. the and he knows so much about it. So Yeah,
1: and that's I guess nice. but the thing would be for people who don't have that kind of history. Like, you know, I have my built-in historian. But if you don't, I mean, there's a lot of uh, information available out there. So if you caught, like, there's... um Okay, so one of our good friends is Bob Gurr. So he's on one of the side uh, aisle, some one of the little side alcoves, and he's got a big bicycle wheel. And so if if you were just somebody looking around there for the first time, you might see a window that caught your eye, and you could jot that name down, and then go find out why that person was important, because there's always a funny story between, but from what they're named or what the little sentences underneath, yeah. or you know. So, or why they're on that particular building. So it might just spark some interest, um, for our listeners in the future of, you know, why that was an important name, um, for Disneyland. So what I was going to say is my other, one of my other favorite places to go is actually in Fantasyland. And it's to go anywhere, um, with a visual of the carousel. And the reason I love the carousel is because there are so many, um, parents that are putting their little children, like a one-year-old yeah. or one and a half-year-old onto the horse for the very first ride or first time. And they're, you know, taking pictures and the little hat is lopsided on their head. And it, you can just. It's like the parents are are passing the joy of Disney on to this child, and it's so innocent and sweet. And then you see people, you know, like even older people or people with limitations um riding in the one little sleigh bench, and they're holding hands, and it's so – there's just something very sweet about the carousel. And again, it takes me back to isn't this what it it all kind of started from was – you know, Walt looking from the bench and watching other people and enjoying the moment of his own children, you know, um, and being part of, even though I'm, I'm pr- not particularly riding that ride right at the moment, I still feel like I'm part of it, um, from watching the joy of all the rest of the people doing it. So. That's an awesome. That's always p- done. That's, Yeah, it's one of my favorite things, you know, although Fantasyland is getting so crowded, it's getting tough to, not get bumped into <laughs> <laughs> when you're doing right. that
0: <laughs> that's true that's such a popular area to walk through and everything that
1: yeah i can totally see
0: that i know one of the things i like that mary joe alluded to earlier was um the shopping but not going into the shops to actually spend money going into the shops to look at the details and there's a wonderful set design team at Disney that really takes those stores to another level. You know the the decor um in the environment in each of those. You know like even the Starbucks, you know the Market House which has the Starbucks. Some of the cool things they have in there are an old grindstone, an old um you know an old milling um wheel. And actually if you look between mounted right on the wall between the two queue lines um, in the cast member you know, area where they make the drinks, there's an old hand grind, uh, basically a hand bean grinder, where you pour the beans in the top and you hand grind them. So, you know, just little touches like that.
2: Yeah, and there's other things that are interesting. And if you take the time to go and look at the decorations and these buildings the attention to detail and you sometimes i go in and i wonder what the heck were they thinking when they put that in the building oh you know the different uh imaginary i know
0: at the toy store like the tour store that's behind the fortuosity shop in the crystal um in the uh what do they call that the crystal promenade or the crystal
2: um Oh, but it's a toy shop on Main Street behind the emporium and behind the watch shop. Yeah behind- mm-hmm. yeah,
0: you go through the through those shops and the, there's like a little walkway, promenade walkway in between the shops and there's a little toy shop back there. And we actually went back there the other day and the last time we were there, and we looked up and we looked at all of the really amazing little toy vignettes. That are up along the top. There's a train that goes around it. And there's like vignettes of like tons of Disney characters. In old fashioned toy form as well as another form. Like Bert and Mary are having tea. And, um, Jiminy Cricket is standing there. Uh, Pinocchio is in another location. Um, oh, uh, Maid Marion and Robin Hood in fox form. Are, are up in there. Um, it just goes on and on and on. Just lo- the the things you can see and find.
1: One, one caution I would give you all, um, just from my yes. perspective um, of being in a scooter, um, the shops, as as wonderful as they are, and I love to shop, um, they are definitely getting more. Crowded and you have to be careful if you're in any kind of motorized vehicles yes. um, that what's happening is not only are they are getting more crowded with people, which is fine, but the merchandise itself um, there, it's getting uh, narrower aisles. And um, so what's happening is as more people and more merchandise is coming into these stores, because, I mean, let's be realistic. Disney has to make. Uh, you know, a certain amount of money from every square right. inch of the park. um, It's getting very difficult to maneuver through some of these shops. And so that's a um, really good, if point. you are, yeah, if you're in a motorized vehicle or a motorized wheelchair um
0: or even are being pushed by someone for that matter.
1: Yeah. Or, or a stroller, even these kind of bigger strollers, you have to realize if you're going to shop in the last hour of the day, you're you're not going to get very yeah. far. Uh,
0: Take your time and do your shopping in the early day, especially on Main Street, um, because mo- those shops are fairly empty during the late morning, early afternoon,
1: when people are off doing attractions. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just in in like you were mentioning, um, like New Orleans. There's some wonderful shops in there. But again, they're very difficult to maneuver through. Um, some of those shops are very, very Mm -hmm. small. Um, there's like a pin shop. It only has one entrance. And if you have to, you can't really turn around inside of it very much. So you have to be able to back out of it. Um, so you, so just be aware of where, you know, be aware of your surroundings. So.
0: No, that's a fabulous point. Anybody else have any good tips or advice for things to do? without riding a ride.
2: Well, I mean, going back to California Adventure, cause we, we've pretty much talked about Disneyland, but going over to California Adventure, I like to go over to, even to, um, the Paradise Pier area and watch the people on the roller coasters and just walk through that area and just, again, enjoy the atmosphere, enjoy munching on the food. Definitely. Love going to Ghirardelli's you know, um, (laughs) and get your free chocolate. (laughs) Yeah. My, my girlfriends and I went over there and we, we grabbed the uh, ice cream Sunday and we sat on the Pacific wharf and just the whole atmosphere of the area. We had, I think a two and a half hour conversation without doing anything. In fact, we spent the day at the parks and we only went on one attraction the whole time because one of my friends had never been on it. But the rest of the day we didn't need to go on any attractions. We were just enjoying the whole atmosphere. Oh yeah. So And
0: how could we have ahead. forgotten, um, since you mentioned being down around the Paradise Pier, the all of the entertainment, the live bands and stuff that are at the Paradise Gardens?
1: Yeah, that's a really fun place. I didn't even know that was there for the longest time and that there's a couple restaurants back there that make pretty good food. And um that's a that's a fun area and I didn't even know that was back there.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's very, it's fairly open and fairly shady for most of the day. So you can really, and especially in that area around the bandstand.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of seating over there also for, you know, for the eating area. So it's, it's nice.
0: And then, of course, where else can you get lost in the environment but cars land? Oh, yes. We haven't even thought of bringing Cars Land up in the whole deal. But we have plenty of shows I know of the main show that's people have, that we've talked about, all the atmosphere, the tons. I think that's one of my favorite places to truly get lost in just looking at things. Because the detail in Cars Land is just beyond compare.
2: Oh, yeah, the, well, the whole atmosphere. Going into flows and, and grabbing a soda or something and kicking back and watching the um Cadillac Range area and the cars coming over yep. it's just so beautiful and especially if you have somebody to share the time with and you go to these places yeah it's it's what better we i knew somebody who used to go to Disneyland and he would with his wife and they would go with and with some neighbors of theirs and play cards and he told me <laughs> oh yeah they uh, that was like a friday um that they would do Friday afternoon, and he told me he goes, I could be in my garage, you know, with the door open, and we could be playing cards there. He goes, or I could come here, enjoy the music, the atmosphere. My kids are having fun, and what better place can you go and spend time with friends? You know, so I just thought that was really cool. And and he always made sure before anybody says, well, you know, um, sometimes people are sensitive to taking space from others who might be dining. He would. They would never go when it was crowded and take the table away from somebody, but um, they would always find some place to go and do that. Well,
0: you know, and, then, and even in the most crowded restaurants, like even in Flows, so many people don't even go to the outside terraces to sit and eat. Right. So you could easily find a small table on the side of the of the terrace, which still has a great view of the ride.
2: Yeah. I, w- I w- wanted to say that one of the things that my daughter and I did one time over back over um, in the Hollywood back lot area, there's a store there called Off the Page. Yeah. Oh, yes. Fantastic. Let alone, you know, looking at the merchandise in there and everything, but they have these uh, Disney pictures hanging from the ceiling, and some of the characters have escaped from those pictures, and we <laughs> spent probably half an hour looking for them. We're looking for them around the store because what they did is they show these Characters and either in somebody else's picture or they're up on the side of the wall and they're with other merchandise, not merchandise, but the displays, um, fooling around up there and stuff like that. And so, oh, yeah, we spent, we noticed that one time. We were like, hey, there's, and it was, um, um, on Mulan, the dragon in Mulan. Yeah, I don't know why I forgot his name. So it was Mushu, was on a, firecracker and he are on a rocket you know the rocket at the end of the movie and so he had taken off and so we spent good time looking for him where the heck did they put him so that we said we had a lot of fun doing that so the inside the stores and everything they do these little displays that really are entertaining in themselves just trying to figure them out but yeah go check
1: it out next time you go over there And then, of course, could just keep going down that street and go into the, that, um, where they have like turtle talk. Oh my gosh. The animation building and the, oh, the animation building. Just go into, just go into the main area of it and watch the movies, you know, and, and that are all playing and go do a drawing of a character and, uh, in the back area, you know, dub your voice and, I mean, it. That building is so much fun, uh, and again, really good air conditioning. If a it's great raining place out, for a another great place to go. You know, absolutely. Kids
0: love that building. They dance so, around like nuts. Um, yeah, uh, you know, to the music. the The movie loop is a forty five minute um recycling loop. So the oh. I didn't know yeah, that. it's about 45 minutes because I've literally, with my girls, I have sat through the entire thing and then some. Because, you know, when you've got a sleeping uh-huh. baby in a stroller, what are you going to do? Are you going to stay out in the miserable heat or are you going to go find a nice yeah. spot to relax?
1: It's just a great place. I mean, and then keep going down that street and make sure you see a Aladdin. Yeah. You know, that's if you're, even if you're a person who, is only going to be in Disneyland, you know, for the first time or for a couple days or whatever. And you think, you know, I'm not spending all this money because I'm not going on any rides. That, that show itself is so fantastic that it's, it's worth the price of the ticket. Yeah. Um, you know, and the people that are in that show, when we talk about, you know, true, you know, wonderful entertainers, I mean, the the guys who play the genie, all of them are fantastic. The it just it's just wonderful quality um, theater, and it's definitely worth seeing. And I've seen it many times, and I still enjoy it. And I've seen it, you know, with young people and old people, and everybody laughs about it. So it's a good good show. Best to piece see. of
0: advice: go to the bathroom before you get in line. <laughs> yeah. It's true. <laughs> it's a long, you know, you're sitting through a show without an intermission. Right. And, you know, there's nothing that stinks more than getting your little one into the show and then having them turn to you and say, I have to go potty, mom.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so, well, we've, um, we yeah, we've been all the way around now, California Adventure and Disneyland. And I think we've definitely said there's plenty to do because, I mean... We we've talked for almost, you know, a long time here yep. and right we, we have many more things that we probably could say.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Final thoughts, ladies.
2: Um, I encourage people to go to the parks and just take in everything that there is to do at Disneyland. Besides going to the attractions or even if you are going to go in some of the attractions, take the time to a really look at the different type of entertainment they offer because it's so much fun and it really I don't know it, it it those those endorphins get going and you can't help but be happy when you're over there and I know that's corny they call it the happiest place on earth but it it truly is with everything that they offer there
0: one thing that you would lo- that you would tell someone to look for when they're like one special something that you've always been impressed with that um, someone
2: should see if they're just taking the time to look? Oh, uh, one of my number one things to do is flag retreat. Yeah. I, I, it moves me every time that I watch it. And when I see that Disneyland is actually um, paying homage or, or honoring those who have fought for our country and, and who have, um, served for us even without the draft who have done that is high high regards for me and I encourage everybody to go do that and to pay the respects Disneyland gives us that opportunity and I think that everybody should go there at least once during their vacation their stay there that's mine
0: Carol what about you
1: um well, I'm trying to remember your first question which was, which was oh our last piece of advice would be um t- you know if you can enjoy the day without ever having get on to get on a ride and you can you know it it is what you make of it um if you um look at all the small details and you enjoy that kind of um exploration if you will um you're going to have a fantastic time. I mean, we didn't we didn't even mention the hidden Mickeys. If you want to be kept busy, yeah. go buy the book and and find, you know, the hidden Mickeys and they'll make you laugh where they are. Um but yeah. you know, Disney is it as as Disney is a wonderful place to go whether you're by yourself and just taking it all in for yourself or you're with your family and friends and um I have found that I don't, you know, I don't have to get on a ride to feel like I've definitely gotten my money's worth. So, um, good. And, and one as thing far that you as would say, the one thing I wouldn't miss. Um, the one thing I wouldn't miss, I, I, I mean, I have to go with you, Mary Jo. I mean, the, the flag ceremony is probably one of the most, you know, touching moments of things I've done. Um, and then I would say it, it would be to take a moment and watch the carousel. Um Or Dumbo. Mm-hmm. Dumbo's another really yeah. good one where you see, you just, it's that moment of, it's like, it's the moment where there's, it's a passing from one generation to the next yeah. generation. It's the parent who, you know, even some of these little children are just, they're too small to even remember that they were there. But it's the parents who are sitting there and the other grandparents who are taking a thousand pictures. And it's, it's watching the passing of, of pureness, uh, of joy, of love. Um, and I know it's crazy cause it's such a commercial place and everything else, but there's something about that moment. It's so magical. And that's, that's what still gets to me. That's what makes Disney still part of that, you know, wonderful, magical place. And what about you? What about you, I Nancy? Think-
0: My final, my final thing I want to leave people with is if, if you're on the fence and you're not sure that this vacation and joining other people for that vacation is going to be worth your money. Think about it from a sense of pure emotion. Your vacation is to be with the people you're with. You know, if, your family wants you to go and you don't think you're up for it or you don't think it's a place for you, open your eyes and just take a gamble. And I think you'll find that you'll be richly rewarded. I know so many people who weren't into Disney before they went and who didn't think Disney was a place for them because of the commerciality and all that. And when they went, they just melted into it. And you know, it wasn't about the rides. It was about that intangible it that we always keep talking about that quote unquote magic. Um, you know, not necessarily the person to use that phrase magic, but there truly is a something very intangible about what this park does to people's hearts. Right. Um, and my do not miss if you're just hanging out Take the time to talk to your cast members. The cast members will be amazing, Um, especially some of the the folks that it's pretty obvious they've been there for a long time. You know, you can see it from the 20-year ring on their hand or, you know... (laughs) If you ever see a little oval Mickey or, or an oval ring on a cast member's hand with a little Mickey inside of it, that cast member's put a good chunk of their life into that park. And you can guarantee there's probably a definite reason why. You know making yourself a, a lunch appointment, you know, taking yourself over to the Carnation Cafe during the week <laughs> and talking to Oscar. I mean that alone is worth priceless.
1: He'll make you smile. The cast members He'll make you have smile. great
0: stories and you never know just what you're gonna find out or what hidden gem they're gonna tell you about or just every little bit. I think that's that's one of the biggest hidden gems to Disneyland is the people. So well, ladies, thank you so much for getting together and doing another one of our ladies shows. Um, don't forget, folks, to um, friend us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and please send us um, an email with any kind of suggestions, things you'd like us to talk about. Um, any comments, feedback can go to dlpodcast at wdwinfo.com. And don't forget, drop us a review on iTunes. Um And we appreciate the time you guys spend listening to us. Thanks much. And remember, Disneyland is more magical when it's shared.